Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Are manners conscious? Or is there another way of looking at this subject? There are things we all learn throughout life, and we are taught to have this certain behavior that is acceptable by our parents. But I think there's another way of looking at this, and this is definitely something that through conversations with Alexander that I've gained a different perception of, and that's what we're here to share and discuss and have an open conversation about today. And I am Aaron Keith. Along with me today is Alexander, and we have Ryan Bialis in the studio today. So it's a full house. Also, Jocko is here laying next to me. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. So good to have you with us, and I'm excited about having Ryan with us today to uh, share a little bit of his wisdom with us. Yeah, greetings, beautiful people. Back here on the Wise Wise podcast is always a good vibe to return to. Look forward to seeing what we get into. So on the surface, manners seem like a good thing. Like, I don't think there's anybody who would argue that unless somebody is against having manners, of course. But let's look at some examples of what manners are in this instance of what we're talking about. It could be anything as far as the way we speak, the language that we use, maybe the way we dress. Alexander, do you want to offer any specifics there? Yeah, it can come across many different ways. And of course, this isn't going to be a conversation about what we're suggesting. It's just to do or not to do. So we don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers. It's really just an open conversation around this subject to get your mind working in a different way around this subject. So I think the main point we're going to get to is when we're practicing these rituals or these things that we learn that falls under the list of manners, why are you doing it? And is it truly your authentic self that is coming through in that time or is it something that you're masking and doing to fit in? And I'm looking forward to breaking down both the pros and the cons of this concept of manners. Yeah, and I wanted this conversation to be like a stimulation of something that we never think about and to just look at in a whole different way. We've had a recent death in our Wise Wise community, and death is one of those things that allows you to pull back outside of the mundane, everyday, you know, need to go to work, make money, take care of my family, sleep, and repeat. So I feel like this is also one of those conversations that we're trying to offer just there's more to manners outside of you just do what you've been taught. We can bring consciousness in and, and really look at each one individually that maybe we do in our lives and look to see if it is continuing an energy that we want to based on where we're going in our growth, or maybe it's time to let that one go. So Alexander or Ryan, I wanted to maybe start out with just listing some outs that people may be like, oh, yeah, I do that. Or, oh, yeah, my parents wanted me to do this. Well, I think that one that I want to mention is to put under this umbrella, which may be uncommon, is even the phrase, I'm sorry. Many people get taught certain phrases, and that's why we want this topic of manners to really be a larger topic than maybe just that one word. But it is anything that we do kind of habitual that makes us fit in to a social norm or something like that. And again, we're not saying there's anything wrong with it if you do do these things, but it's just something that I started looking at a long time ago in my self-development work when I just wanted to be more conscious 
of why I am doing every action that I'm doing. And it's changed my view of it. Of course, that's kind of what stimulated this conversation here with Aaron bringing this topic up because he's heard me say in the past over and over different little things about manners can get in the way of consciousness. And so that could be expanded on any habitual behavior can get in the way of consciousness. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm coming into this topic, of course, considering my own experience with manners and how I was raised. Of course, being raised by Alexander, I had a little bit of an unconventional view and I was shown all of the examples of how to be considerate in your actual action and practice and the vibration that you're putting out. He was always that example for me, more so where the concept of something like manners would come in. It makes me think of like my grandfather. And that was where more of the reward system would come in for saying yes, sir, and they would praise that and that kind of thing. Of course, it's funny to reflect on because at this point in my journey, I'm looking at my own consideration, even over-consideration a lot of times. Very naturally considerate person, but that can get in the way of even my authenticity sometimes. So now I can look at my grandfather and see that he was a beautiful man, but he avoided confrontation, just any opportunity that it could come up. It was going to be swerved if he could swerve it. (laughs) And a similar influence from my biological father. So it is interesting for me to reflect on where I've been and where I'm at with it, just because I've had a very unconventional upbringing and then some of the more contemporary influences, but I am very considerate, but I won't really say I'm sorry. I'll offer apologies in the sense of if there was something for me to see here, then I promise you I'm going to look for it and find it and that kind of thing. But yeah, it's a good topic. Yeah. I think Ryan just went through everything I wanted to talk about in the whole podcast that I eventually want to get into, like the topic of consideration, because I really feel like that's kind of where consciousness leans more towards mm-hmm. versus manners. And we can go through what the differences between those two are. And then I love that you brought up the over-consideration in consideration, because that's something that I didn't even have in my mind before thinking about doing this topic. That's definitely something that I want to get into as well, maybe a little bit later. And so you brought up the example of... I think it was addressing your grandfather a certain way. Was that? Okay, yeah. So that's one way that we could have manners is how we address people. And Mm -hmm. usually that's a sign of respect in certain ways. Like if you are working in the hospitality business and you address men as Mr. and women as Miss or Mrs., I feel like that's a term of respect or maybe even ma'am. But I know there's some people who don't like that. That is a way of utilizing manners. I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. Like if we brought consciousness into that, how could that look differently if there is a way? Well, here, once again, in our day and age at this time, many people are looking to be offended. And there are certain gender roles that people don't like being called for different reasons. So anytime we bring consciousness in, we want to just really be like we're shining a flashlight on it so that we can see it more clearly with less judgment. So being observant of the age group that you're speaking to and being more observant of their conversations and how they seem to reflect similar respect type things can, I think, be useful to just be flexible in this area and to know that Maybe it's even more polite nowadays to ask how someone would like to be greeted as Mr. or Ms. or they or whatever it is. Seems possibly the most conscious play is to inquire and then follow from there. 
And that's a good point in the terms Ryan was talking about. It could have been seen as a way to get approval from our grandfather or from our parents and being seen as a good child in a way and not a hooligan. And mm-hmm. and even though Ryan was raised with Alexander in this view of manners, like Ryan is a nice, respectful human being and he's not a hooligan as like the older generations might look at people who don't say please as like just something that they can't conceptualize. Yes, and even in that small separation, when we're talking about a subject this large, most listeners are going to have a different gauge about where they draw the line in this. And mine was fairly simple that I was always about showing gratitude. So thank you and showing appreciation was very important. But I didn't see the necessary purpose of please. And certain people have heard me say something about please can seem like begging, and they don't see it that way at all. And it's probably because of the way that they were taught that phrase. So again, this isn't a right or wrong kind of conversation. It's just the ability to share openly what we do habitually and maybe don't even realize it. And like I was saying earlier, even the phrase, I'm sorry, I know certain people that We'll say that probably 10 times unconsciously in a five-minute conversation, and it's just a way of fitting in, and that's the really the bigger part of this conversation is being aware of the things you do to just fit in and be accepted. Sometimes it is even going to an extreme of seeking approval, and when we do that, many times we do set our power to the side. And this is just a conversation to be able to bring this into, like, maybe you do do something habitually, but you just change it and tweak it a little bit to where it'll be fresh and new and still get the same point across, but you're more present with it. And I think another area that we may do this is to even seem invisible. Like when you're in a social situation and you're uncomfortable, you may do what everybody else does so that you're not sticking out and people aren't just looking at you and you're not getting attention. Yes, that's very common, especially around insecure people that are not wanting to stick out. And again, it's not necessarily viewed as something bad or wrong, but it is many times done without any thinking, without any recognition. And that's what we're really looking to tweak here is bring the present moment into everything that you're doing. Find an original and fresh way to maybe do these manners or these social fit-in agenda type of actions and reactions and just bring that consciousness more present in these rituals that we're talking about because, again, there's nothing wrong with rituals. We're just looking to bring the present moment more abundant in these rituals that we're talking about under this label of manners. Well said. I do feel like what you just said is what we're trying to get at here. And if we want to become a more authentic human being, we want to bring consciousness in to every aspect that we can in our lives so that we have a conscious choice of looking at why we're doing something and do we want to continue doing that same thing? And is it for my ultimate highest good and the good of everyone around if I continue doing this thing? So that we were given a choice, we understand all the circumstances around that choice, and then we can move forward with whatever choice we want to. Yes. And something I'll bring in here as an example is say something like a man holding the door open for maybe older people or younger people or females or males. It doesn't have to be just for the female. But Everyone is not going to be open to receive that. So another part of this conversation is 
being willing that in your actions, if you do it and someone gets offended, then be willing to be humble and let that go. Because everybody is, once again, not looking for the same type of effects. They can take it as you don't feel like they can open the door for themselves. So again, I think the sweet spot here is if you're that type of male that enjoys holding the door open or female that enjoys holding the door open, just don't expect everybody to appreciate it. And it may even be that you're able to grow the ability to read people and you see that there's certain age groups that you know may take that offensively. And so to be willing to not go through what you habitually normally do out of consideration is something else worth at least looking at. Yeah, that's a great example of something that could be considered a manner or acceptable, at least a few years ago. And it's something that I do all the time. And I feel like when you authentically understand why you're doing something, that it's an act of respecting that human. And if that person rejects it, which I've never had anybody reject it in my personal experience, but if somebody didn't see that as a sign of respect, then I know why I'm doing it. And I'm clear in that. And I don't think would bother me just thinking about it happening and running it through my mind. I don't think that would bother me because I understand why I'm doing it. And I know it's authentically me. Yes. And I think that that intention is what is most important to be highlighted in all of this is that you are being intentional with your actions rather than following for fear of judgment. Yeah, exactly. Ryan, do you hold the door open for people? Um, I do, usually. And I'll smile at them. I've got a pretty soft energy, so I'm usually pretty well received. I've noticed that I do sometimes and I don't sometimes. It's not really something that I think about. It's just if I feel like it's the right thing to do, then I'll find myself doing it naturally. But I mean, also like unconsciously, it's not something that I really do to try to get a point across to somebody or to let them know that I'm trying to be respectful. It is more of like just a pattern that happens kind of thing. Yeah, and I feel like it's more for me in a way. Like I'm doing it because I'm expressing who I am. And I mean, I guess a part of it is how I want to be treated. And whenever somebody opens the door for me, I am like very expressive of how grateful I am for that because I don't expect anybody to do it. And so when somebody does it, I'm full of gratitude and I make it known to them that it's more than just a, oh, thank you or something like that. It's more expressive. Sure. And in any type of ritual, that is the beauty of rituals is that it's really an expression of the self. And when you know why you're doing something with that pure of intent, then normally it is going to be received well the majority of the time. And if it's not, then it shouldn't have any need of repercussions back at all. It's a humility that can follow that type of clarity and intention. Yeah, I like what you said there about being a ritual. It makes a lot of sense in the fact of like when we go out into the world, we're expecting to engage with other people. So it's kind of like an energy you carry where you're saying that anybody that I engage with, even in the smallest amount, I want to show them some love and respect through this. Yeah, exactly. And I think there are like different levels of holding the door open. You could hold it all the way open so they walk through or you can just hold it open so then they grab it and maybe that's like more of an in-between where if it is maybe more of somebody from a younger generation where it's a toss-up on whether they would be offended or not you do that and i think it's more of a buffer but it still is a polite thing to do or a extending of the arm yes and i think again that should be the intention is being received and there's nothing wrong with that passing the door to the next person 
as well. And having that flexibility in these types of rituals is, again, a big part of what's stimulating this conversation to not feel like whatever your rituals are that you really support and feel drawn to do and to complete out there in the world that they don't infringe on other people. And that, for me, keeps the vibration as pure as you possibly can. And it keeps your presence in the present moment optimal because you're not just doing something one certain way over and over and over. Yeah. And what level do we take that awareness of maybe like reading people or what percent of the population is going to be offended by the one thing that I want to do to show respect to somebody? Because we're talking about bringing consciousness in and... Like when we were talking about addressing somebody, we could ask them what they would want to be addressed as. I mean, we can use the example of holding a door open or another one. Like, how do we calculate that? Because we're not going to please everybody and we may make the wrong decision, but we're also not making it for that person. We're doing it because it's authentic to us. So where's that balance there? Yeah, I think that that's different per person because some people are overly considerate, kind of like Ryan was talking about a little bit earlier So see, possibly they'll benefit from taking more chances. And then some people are overly expressive and maybe they could benefit from being more considerate. So I think that this comes back to whatever is most challenging for you to do typically is going to have the greatest reward. So everyone listening to this, this is where assessment is different than judgment. And when we assess ourselves, there's no guilt or judgment that comes with that. But when we do judge, normally it's in a negative way many times, and it's a waste of energy. Assessing is just seeing something that needs to be shifted, and then the willingness to do whatever it takes to shift that. And so self-assessment is very important, but self-judgment is very deteriorating. So in the complete conversation, we're going to get into more about consideration and the differences between manners and consideration. And then what Ryan brought up around maybe being overly considerate and and what level of detriment does that do? Because all of this is a balance and we're talking about energy. We'll bring in how the energy is involved in all that and maybe even get into some more assessment versus judgment there because that may not be as clear for some. So we can dive deeper into that. And I do also want to touch upon more into approval, being authentic, and all that fitting in kind of stuff that we can tend to do as humans to Sounds be accepted. good. Let's do it. Let's go. Thank you for listening to this free version of the Wise Wise Podcast. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into the application of the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy, head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations, including the complete episodes of our Inward Journey story series and our entire back catalog, and continue your self-development journey with us. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. 
uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here, you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.